0: It is Sunday, August 25th, and this is The Rally. Hey everybody, Adam Giardino with you, and it's time for another episode of The Rally. scranton wilkes fell yesterday to the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, but they got a good performance from big league rehabber Luke Voigt. He was our pregame guest yesterday, so stay tuned later on in the podcast, and we will have a conversation with Luke coming at you. The first inning for Scranton-Wilkes-Barre started strong. They scored a run, and they did it only two pitches in. I mentioned Luke Voigt had a good game yesterday, and it all began in the top of the first. Voigt hammers one to left field. Looking back to the warning track. Wall leaping, trying to make the catch. Did he haul it in? No, he did not. Castillo can't rob Luke Voigt, and we are underway with a solo home run. So it was one nothing on a ball that just snuck out over the reach of former rail rider Ali Castillo, who was playing left field for Lehigh Valley. And then we jumped into the third inning, and the rail riders added to it. Wendell Rijo walked to begin the inning, and then Terrence Gore sacrificed him up to second base. So Wendell Rijo was at second with one out, and it brought up Luke Voigt who finished two for four, but in this instance he popped out to the shortstop. So with two outs and Wendell Riho still dangling at second base, Breivik Valera came to the dish. Eikhoff peeks at second, his pitch home to Valera, swinging a slap down the left field line with some tail to it. Ali Castillo hustles over, he slides, it gets down and it bounces away into the corner. The run comes home, Valera turns second, he hustles to third, the throw not in time, it's a triple for Breivik Valera. Well placed just beyond the reach of Ali Castillo. And the Rail Riders add to their lead as Wendell Rijo scores, and it's 2-0. At that juncture, the Rail Riders led 2 nothing, and unfortunately at that juncture, that would be just about it for the Rail Riders' offense. Lehigh Valley put two runs on the board in the bottom of the third inning. They put five runs on the board in the bottom of the fifth, and through five innings, Lehigh Valley had a 7-2 lead. The Rail Riders plated one more run. It came at the top of the eighth inning. It was a solo home run by Ryan McBroom, an absolute bomb to the roof of the tiki deck in left center field, estimated over 430 feet from home plate. And with that, McBroom, a bolt of lightning, but didn't do much to the final tally. 7 3, Lehigh Valley, 1 against Granton Wilkesbury. As previously mentioned, Luke Voigt was our pregame guest yesterday, and so the big league rehabber joined us for six good minutes on the pregame show. Big thanks to Luke for hopping on with us, and where we begin with Luke, yesterday was his second game with Scranton Wilkes-Barre on rehab, so when we chatted to him, he had one game under his belt, and we wanted to know, after one game,
1: how was he feeling? Pretty good, just getting back in the baseball shape and wearing spikes again, you know, running the bases sitting down and getting back up. But it felt pretty good, and I only played six innings, but, you know, it was good to lead off and get at least four at-bats. Um, just got to work on my time in these next four games and get that back before I go back, but uh, pretty good so far.
0: This is the second time that the, the injury has flared up. Fans would be familiar with the time over in London where it, where it all seemed to start. Is that where it started? Was it a pretty clean start to this, or had something popped up before where maybe you were seeing signs of it?
1: No, honestly, I felt pretty good, obviously, before that series. Um, I think it's something that I've had over time, just from playing sports my whole life, working out, and I think it's an injury that a lot of people have. It's, I compared it to something like a shoulder, like a labrum in your shoulder, like a lot of pitchers have slap tears, and I think over time you're going to develop that. It's very common in this sport, in any sport, to get that kind of stuff, and I think that London game just flared everything up down there and you know that's kind of where I've been since that it it's going to be something that you know I'll probably have to get fixed in the off season. so you know I'm gonna have to play through it but I feel a lot better than where I did when I came back the first time and I think I rushed back a little bit and now I'm finally I think I have some time to take my time and you know it's nice that our team's you know 40 games over 500 too so you know and they're killing it so you know and I want to be there for obviously feel good in September but you know I want to be there in October for when it counts.
0: We're here with Luke Voigt on the pregame show, and you're right. It is a luxury to be able to look forward and think, okay, playoffs are likely if you're the New York Yankees, yeah. based on everything that went on last year with you being part of that. How exciting is it for you to, to look forward to something like that again?
1: Oh, it's incredible. Like, I mean, when they really call it the concrete jungle, it's 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 pretty awesome and you know to win that wild card game and get to you know taste the champagne after it's it's pretty awesome and i want to do that feeling again obviously we had a little bitter taste in our mouth losing to boston so you know our goal obviously is to win number 28 and you know we're going to do everything we can to get there and it'll be pretty interesting to see what all, all these guys are coming back too you know we got dylan and seve coming back so we got a really good team and hopefully we'll get g down the stretch too so i'm excited man i just you know i want everyone to feel good going into october
0: Last year, you were traded from the St. Louis Cardinals organization to the New York Yankees. If you can take us back, take yourself back,
1: what was going through your mind on that day with now a full
0: calendar year in the rearview mirror?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was in Vegas playing the uh, AAA Mets at the time, and you don't you know when you're in the minors you don't ever think you're gonna get traded and i think it was like three or four days right before the deadline and that's when you're hearing all these names you know get thrown out and and that's what was kind of cool about a lot of the guys in the cardinals organizations from a coaching standpoint is that they were always like hey even though you weren't the birds on the bat i mean you're playing for you know 29 other teams and you just got to remember that and go out there and grind because there's always going to be people watching and you know you make a good impression you could be in you know some type of trade and for lucky enough for me that was me and i kind of just took the bull by the horns and just ran with it. and um, it was nice to finally get a chance to play every day and I was kind of in that pitch hitter role play against lefties which is you know it's hard to do and you get a lot of guys would attest to that so I had a good time with the St. Louis but you know I'm I'm in a lot better place over here and I uh, love wearing the pinstripes every day.
0: And I think what's lost in all of this is obviously you were traded last year you made your Yankees debut but coming out of spring training there were certainly thoughts that Greg Bird you you guys were in a, a position battle over at first base so hindsight being what it is from that perspective could you have imagined in the middle of that during spring training that your season would have taken you where it is
1: you know I obviously I knew Greg was coming back and he had a frustrating year and you know he's just been super injury prone and it's kind of frustrating I know that that foot thing's just been bottom all year mm-hmm. here, but we just made it a competition we were friends about it it wasn't you know I was want him to strike out or anything I was wanted him to have success and you know him feel good and he did we both had great spring trainings and then of course again he got hurt within the first week or two and you know you kind of feel bad for the guy because the guy hasn't had a healthy season since you know i think like 2015 so i still got my chance and you know i just want to keep doing where i you know left off because there was a lot of people doubting me that i was you know i was just kind of a fluke here and guys are going to figure me out but this is a game of adjustments and you're going to have good and bad weeks but you just got to mandate that that heart rate and not have big ups and downs kind of be steady eddie um, that's kind of how I is. just take the positives out of everything and hopefully greg will get a chance and i just hope he gets healthy because you know i know obviously going through this injury um, i've had surgery before in the past of I was in high school, but it's, it's frustrating, especially when you have a chance to go to the postseason and do something special with your teammates, and it's hard being out there watching on the couch, which I can attest for like the last month, it stinks. Yeah. We're joined by Luke Voigt here on the pregame show. I just
0: learned from Billy Burns as he walked by that you, Billy, Joe Mantiply were all on the same Cape Cod League team, the Harwich Mariners. What was that summer like? Every guy I've ever talked to and asked about their summer on the Cape, it's always brought a smile to their face, so what was that summer like for you being on a roster filled with future big leaguers
1: yeah that was that was probably one of the that was probably one of my favorite summers you know we won it that year too which made it even funner um like we were talking earlier we had 10 plus big leaguers on that team too so it's cool seeing these guys again because you never know if you're going to see them down the road because we're from all over the country and you just build a special relationships and it's cool you know when you get up to the big leagues or even through the minor leagues you're playing with those guys and who would have thought geez i mean eight years later that we're all on the same team and uh it's it's weird man but um Cape Cod is for sure, and if, you know, if any kid, if you ever have a chance to go up to that league, it's it's definitely something you'll remember, and you'll make friendships for the rest of your life. And There's nothing better than you know, off days, you get to go to the beach, and 75 up there every day, and people come to the games, too, and there's a lot of big leaders, and it's cool playing in front of 30, 40 scouts every night, and yeah, I had a blast, man. It, it was for sure one of the funnest summers.
0: A big, big thanks to Luke for being our pregame guest yesterday, and thanks to you for making the rally part of your day today. We've got first pitch coming up at 1.35 at Coca-Cola Park. The series finale, the regular season finale between the Rail Riders and Iron Pigs. These two teams squared off in the postseason last year, but Lehigh Valley in fifth place in the IL North Division. No playoff baseball between these two here in 2019. Join Adam, Marco, and me with pregame coverage beginning at 12.05 before the 12.35 first pitch on the Rail Riders radio network, the TuneIn Radio app, And on the MILB First Pitch app as well. I'm Adam Giardino. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Giardino. G-I-A-R-D-I-N-O. Thanks for listening. And we will talk to you later this afternoon.